37 with the Humidex. What date is this? We've been transferred back with a time warp or something like that. Man. Love it. Well, there's nothing to complain about. I got to be honest, coming off a long holiday weekend, actually extended for me. I was uh, not feeling well at the tail end of the last week. Good to have you back. It's good to be back. Boy, uh, you know, I don't know where I've been, but I'm back. And uh, <laughs> it's, I've been in a time warp. It's uh, suddenly feeling like summer again. It's kind of weird, It's eh? great. It is great. I love it. Well, we've got a few more days, and then it starts, you know, next weekend. May not be as pleasant as the previous one, but here we go. It's Tuesday already, and a great day for talk radio. You know, we're only eight days out. This is why I'm saying, what what date is this exactly? Next Wednesday is the 17th, yeah. and we've got, you know, the cannabis is going to be legalized. Up in smoke. Well, I'm just curious. I mean, is it, everybody... On side with this or all the ducks in a row because it doesn't seem to be that way insofar as, well, the rules of engagement, let's call it, uh, because the government itself has an online store. And I'm not entirely clear if this is something that is operational now. At, well, you know, they can scramble and maybe put it together in eight days. Eight days. Well, yeah, you know, right? It's just a matter of a few minutes we put the show together, right? <laughs> so eight days should give them enough lead time. It's a time. bigger operation than a, uh, well, this is a big operation, three-hour daily call-in talk show with John Oakley. But still, that's wow. bigger. Slightly. Okay. Just well, yeah, and, and so I'm, I'm just saying i'm not confident everything is going to go off tickety boo but then you know what it probably doesn't matter because most folks have already got a supply system <laughs> set up for them you know through the supply years. chain management as in place well you know what it's funny because uh in case th- this government store that's set up is going to be online until you've got these uh licensed dispensaries come april Mm-hmm. And municipalities can choose to opt out accordingly, but this is the game uh, that we're now following these particular rules. I even wonder if people are going to change suppliers and go to the government, because if you really follow the logic, you know, a lot of times, and I I hope this doesn't sound sexist, but women, for example, okay, more apt to cheat on their husband than they are on their hairdresser. What? Well, in the sense of, you know, if uh, they go to another hairdresser, they are racked with guilt. Have you some not, women. Have you talked some to women, women lately? Some women, not oh. this woman. No, okay. So no. You, you freelance at wherever. What? You From, go. Are we talking about hairdressing? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. I am not loyal to my hairdresser. No. Really? Yeah. Well, that's almost heretical because there are a lot of people, you know, and guys with barbers too, I guess, or, you know, they go to the salon and. They feel like if they show up, you know, six months later and there's a different style, you can almost read the hurt on the stylist's face. Aw. Well, I know. But, Poor Barber. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. He feels like you've been duplicitous. You've cheated on him. Poor and I'm stylist. And I'm suggesting that this same kind of thing will play out with your supplier. Okay. The, loyalty. Well, loyalty or established practice or, you know. Supply oh, management chain. Right. You come back after, you know, Christmas, and uh, he wonders where you've been, because he used to roll the fatties, you know, with the blue or the uh, red and green paper for Yuletide, make it look like a candy cane. Oh, how festive. Right. He used to go out of his way to do all <laughs> these little niceties, make them look like bonbons Aww. in a gift wrap box and things. What's he going to say? Well, what about your government supplier? Does he wrap them the way I do? You know, it's going to get okay. mean. Okay. I'm just saying, and that's why I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, submitting that even the online store as much as it might be right now in disarray 
This is what the early reports are saying. We're eight days out. And a lot of people probably won't go to the online store because they've already established. And now they'll just do it with impunity. It's not like in any, you know, transaction happening in a park or however you do it. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't matter. It's uh, something that's, you know. They don't even have the enforcement arm together on this yet. Yeah, then there's that. Well, in total, they say there's like 833 accredited officers in Canada. Standing by. But 833. <laughs> like, you know, Canada. If, you, if you go into none of it, they have none. None. They'll have none of it in none of it. No. Mm. And uh, this is why I'm guessing you know, there's going to be a real marijuana <laughs> trade going on. up. No. But in Ontario, I think they've got 240 officers that have been trained now with the field sobriety tests and things like that. And that's one province. That's a whole province. That's a big province. Yeah, That's inadequate. This is one of the things that I've suggested for the longest time. We do not have it together. I mean, Trudeau, he gets the glory for legalizing the stuff and, you know, the photo op and the the headlines and everything. Sunny ways. And dumps it onto the provinces to sort out which is a real mess. It's going to be a dog's breakfast. You know, we'll be talking to the premier after five o'clock. It's just one of the items that's going to surface in our discussion because he's celebrating the hundredth day in the office. And they've got a big uh, soiree planned tonight at the Woodbine Banquet Center. Right. Which, you know, maybe he's as surprised as anybody. He's a hundred days into the mandate. Uh, They've tried to stifle him on occasion. That flew by. Well, which, you know, that becomes an interesting question as well, because I'm going to ask him if he plans to invoke the notwithstanding clause where he's challenged in a court successfully on a rights basis. This is when you use it. If rights have been somehow suspended and see the Ontario Human Rights Commission is taking him to court over the sex ed curriculum saying it abridges the rights of uh, certain students, the LGBTQ students and uh, others who feel that this is not comprehensive enough to address their safety and security. So if they press that case successfully, the only way he could trump that is by invoking the notwithstanding clauses we know he was willing to do when it came to reducing the city uh, council down to 22 members. But this would be another scenario because again on the premise of rights being suspended that's what the whole charter of rights is about and why they've invoked or they've used the notwithstanding clause as sort of a a get around a reach around so doug ford after five o'clock i was digressing here for a second because i was mentioning hairdressers by the way <laughs> this guy this hairdresser this hairdresser did you see this guy this clip of the uh, anti-abortion crowd having a rally at uh, Keel and Bloor. I guess it was on the weekend. And uh, this guy who was a hairdresser in Parkdale, Jordan Hunt, he actually kicked the cell phone that was uh, recording him out of the hands of one of the peaceful protesters, a young woman. And by the way, the guy's name is Jordan Hunt. Spread it as widely as you can because I don't think he's ever going to be employable in these parts again if anywhere, in the sense that, you know, uh, he decided to get violent, which usually is the way with these folks who uh, are so self-righteous and pious and sanctimonious about their own position, that you know, and uh, they're the ones who think that, uh, well, if you don't tack to their point of view, then somehow you're the outlier, which uh, I don't believe. In this case, this is the sound of him using a spin kick he kind of did the, you know, Kwai Chang Kane move on her <laughs> to settle this argument. Listen. It's against the law. Somebody gets raped by somebody 
and they're like, I'm a 16 year old and I can't have this baby. Think you should keep it? It's a baby. Yeah. If someone was raped and she gave birth and she decided to kill her three year old child. I meant to kick your phone. Someone call the cops. Do not touch me. Someone call the cops. All right. Well, that was the sound of it. Now you know, in case you missed it. If you've seen it, though, I mean, the guy's, I don't know. Standing up for women's rights by assaulting a woman. That's right. Bravo. <laughs> that, is, that is the interesting irony inherent in that clip. And this guy, as I said, it's a topic worthy of discussion. We'll pick up with our panel in just over an hour because I'm wondering if this reflects it all on the salon that employed him in Parkdale. They're actually getting all kinds of threats themselves, which I would never, ever uh, advocate. But this is where, you know, by extension, sometimes your brand is harmed by your employees. And it becomes questionable if you've got to do a better job due diligence of who it is you hire. We'll pick up on that talking point, as I say, in... uh, well, just over an hour. Topics worthy of discussion after the Premier Doug Ford joins us just after the 5 o'clock news. Elsewise, uh, this is a question I have when it comes to employees. The Toronto Police Service, uh, their association is kind of curious about this whole pot legalization thing because they've come out with a statement, according to Chief Saunders earlier today, the service has drafted a policy on the use of cannabis by the members of the Toronto Police Association. And while the association hasn't seen the policy per se, they've had an opportunity to review its contents, and they are aware that this draft policy, this initial draft policy, may contain a 28-day waiting period before a member can report for duty. Do you recall last week I was mentioning where the Vancouver Police Department arrived at a policy that said, we trust the officer will just take it upon themselves to show up fit for duty? The honor system. Here in Toronto, four weeks. Uh, yeah, there's a prohibition, which means, I guess, effectively, no Toronto Police Association member will ever take a vacation where there will be cannabinoids or anything. I mean, downtime, what is that? 24, 28 days, that's four weeks. Seems excessive to me. I mean, if they're really trying to establish a zero-tolerance policy, is this about appropriate or do you think it's too draconian? Is it a reasonable restriction for police? I have to be uh, honest with you. I think it's it's harsh, it's excessive, it's the stuff that's going to be legal. Now, they may say, well, it stays in your system and so on and so forth, but it's going to dissipate to a point where uh, I, I think unless like you're almost like beyond the pale, uh, you're weeded out and one step away from being a puddle. You know, 28 days might be necessary to dry out and rehab, <laughs> but otherwise, why would you why would you impose that kind of a restriction unless your whole point and purpose is to eliminate its use at all, at all, at all with the force, right? And so, if that's the point, then just make it and state it like athletes, you know, competitive athletes where you've got random urine tests and so on, which I don't believe the police association would ever allow or subscribe to the random drug testing but still the vancouver police they're just saying show up fit for duty and we'll take you at your word you're on the honor system so somewhere between those two extremities might be a reasonable type of compromise dealing with people who hold a badge and a gun or do you believe zero tolerance should in fact be the case and uh, no way no how at any point uh, should they be imbibing in a legal substance i mean booze we know they do 
I mean, there were countless cases where the police, you know, uh, in some investigation or whatever, uh, well, they were having drinks earlier that afternoon and then whatever, something led to a, I'm saying to myself, they're allowed to have booze. And then the next day they show up fit for duty, one would assume. So how is this different? Is this over the top? Saunders floated this idea earlier today. Associations looking at it. They say they're going to look at a legal analysis of the contents for compliance with their collective agreements, uh, legislation, human rights, case law. What if that's a violation of human rights? They cite that. So many facets. Would Doug invoke the notwithstanding clause? How many times do you get to invoke the notwithstanding clause? You know, as often as Is it as an necessary. unlimited? It, sure it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you put on a quota system. It's like timeouts in football, only three per half. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this is where I'm going to uh, take it as our first order of business. Now that we're back in the saddle, it's a great day for talk radio. I wanted to get around to discussing this. And, uh, of course, on a beautiful day like this where a lot of people are out golfing, uh, get it in. Not before the winter, before Jennifer Keysmat decides to close the courses if she becomes mayor. She's planning on that. She actually said that out loud. Dentonia, uh, what was it? I guess it's uh, the Don Valley course right there, uh, young under the, uh, the 401. Because they're losing money and she feels that there's a better use of this green space. I believe Jennifer would like to see it sold to developers. No, I'm just goofing, but uh, if she were listening right now, she's clutching her heart because she would never say that. No way on God's gray earth, but this might be an idea. We'll see. Again, with our panel, topics worthy of discussion. On the matter, though, of the police, do you believe that this is something that uh, they ought to be restricted from using for 28 days minimum? Yes, no. Good idea. Too long, uh, about appropriate, zero tolerance. If that's the case, then this would be precluding them from, I guess, ever going near the stuff, more or less. It sounds uh, in some practical sense.